I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we jump into the show, we'd like to thank our launch partner, Canada Pet Food. I partnered once with Canada before my website Deuce right about the time my dog Chuck died. I haven't talked much about his death but the response that I received from readers during that time who had switched to Canada and changed the health of their pet, well, it made it that much more meaningful. I still feed Canada every day to my other dog, Coco, who misses Chuck almost as much as I do. Try Canada with a special offer for our listeners at Canada.com slash MRS podcast. I was so delirious that I got up and I walked to the front door. I opened the front door and puked all over, like, the welcome mat. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I'm Heather B. Armstrong. And I'm John R. Bray. So, now that we have shared our stories with you, we can start to talk about the day-to-day life of what it means to be a full-time single parent. Um, the day-to-day struggles and challenges and uh, pitfalls and um, obstacles because there are so, so, so many of them. And I guess, you know, there are so many of them just for parenting in general. Right. The challenges, whether you're a single parent or not, are endless. But I think the one that <laughs> the one that sort of makes everything else in life just completely grind to a halt is illness of any kind. Obviously, the worse that illness is, the worse things are for you. But anytime there's illness, it's horrific, right? And it's compounded like 10 times when you work from home. Yes. And both you and I share that in common. We both work from home. Yes. Which is both good and bad. (laughs) It's both good and bad. We are very, (laughs) we will acknowledge this like upfront. We are very, very privileged to have to be able to work from home. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I just, I have to get, like, I, I wanted to write about this, but because my schedule is so jammed, like, so last week I had guests in town and one night I was staying up talking to one of the guests who was here and Lita, my, my 12 year old, um, <laughs> who is, she's going through puberty and, or at least starting puberty and things are happening and, um, like she's growing horns, literally, like that's what it feels like. Is that going on with Lexton? Sort of, but I think it's different with boys. I mean, he's like at the maturity level of an eight-year-old or a six-year-old in some ways because he's, he's male and it just happens later, right? Which it happens is later. Yeah. That's just how it goes. So we're not quite at the horn phase yet. <laughs> well, there are things going on that I just did not expect like I remember puberty and I'm like oh my gosh it's happening so fast and it really is like watching the alien come out of someone's stomach like on that in the movie it's like what is happening to you like I can watch her limbs growing so when when certain things like when she doesn't feel good like I'm like is that because she's growing is that because she's 12 and and she don't know you don't want to panic for no reason right I don't want to panic just because she is growing like a normal 12 year old and when she, she had a stomach ache and like it's 11 o'clock and normally she goes to bed at nine and she's still like writhing in pain. And so I, I, I'm not quite sure what to do at this point. So I go in and I snuggle with her for a bit and I give her an Advil and she finally falls asleep. And not even, I guess, not even 30 minutes after I fall asleep, knowing that I have to run 12 miles the next day because I'm training for a marathon. And um, she shows up in my room and she crawls into bed with me and she's like, I just threw up in my bed. And, and, and she's already in your bed, too. She's already it's like in the my warning bed. has come after the fact. <laughs> right. And I can smell the vomit oh, on her. Gosh. And like I had to make this split decision. Like, 
I just fell asleep. If I get up and go clean it up now, I'm not ever going to get back to sleep. And I, how am I going to run 12 miles on no sleep? And she says, it's not that it's, I just threw up a little bit on my, on my pillow and a little bit on the floor. And I said, okay, okay. So I'll, I'll get up the next morning and clean it up. <laughs> not never a good decision. I guess, I guess maybe people, people say that I'm an exaggerator. She, she really underestimates the, <laughs> the scope of things <laughs> because I went into her bedroom and it was like she had sat up in bed and had sprayed her room with a fire hose oh of vomit, God. like oh all over her pillow and all over her dresser and all over the floor. And I just looked at it. I was like, okay, there goes my entire morning. And now there it's it hours later. So, you know, some of it is hardened. Oh, like, yeah. It's... <laughs> well, I walked out of my room and the smell hit me in the face. And I was like, that's not a good sign. Never a good sign when the smell hits you in the face ever. Oh. And it's, it's, you know, and then she felt better, but I think (laughs) whenever you tell me that Lexton is sick, whenever I tell you, I think we both have this thing where that, um, scene in Goodfellas, I think it's the, they call it the vertigo shot where the foreground stays in focus and the background starts to get closer Right, and you, you see your life basically just it's so disorienting and it makes you it like almost brings you to nauseate to to be nauseated right oh absolutely you you can't you can't make sense of anything i mean no. that, the the vertigo shot is perfect because like everything is suddenly right in front of you mm-hmm. but you can't you can't tackle any of it like no, no like, matter what you do it's all life... it's like it's like the day's way of reminding you like look how screwed you're going to be just look <laughs> It's going to be bad. Your your life grinds to a complete halt. It's like, how do I now arrange my schedule, which was already packed, around the fact that I now have to take care of my sick child because I am the only person who is here to take care of the child. Right. And even, like, um, I had to run 13 miles last week, and the kids were over at a sleepover. And I thought about it, and I thought, maybe I should postpone this because what if – you know, what if Marlo is gets upset and they call and I, I talked to the woman who had my kids and I said, is everything okay for the next couple of hours? I, I need to go get a run in. And she's like, oh, yeah, totally fine. And so you tempted fate. That's what happened. I t- exactly. So I'm like at mile nine and I'm feeling great. And suddenly I get a phone call from Lita who's like, mom, I don't feel good again. And it's like, oh, well, sorry. I've got three more miles to go. <laughs> Just four hang more on. miles. Hang on for four more miles and I'll be right over. And it's like even when they're in the care of somebody else, you still are like, well, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, they're going to call me at mile nine and I have to, you know, I have to wait. I got to finish my run. <laughs> well, and I think almost though, like the midnight vomit is better because... There's uh, yes, you're sleeping, so there's something going on. But I think we we know that that's just overrated at this point. But it's those calls when you're in yes. a run, when you're when you're in a meeting. I mean, oh, yes, yes, we work from home, but we have meetings on the phone. And I have this fear, even if even if Lexton goes to school healthy, as soon as I get on a call and I know it's going to be long, I mm-hmm. can't help but stare at my phone. Like, is is the school's number going to pop up? This is, is going to be it... bad. What am I going to do? Am I going to be able to get off the call? I don't know. Right. And whenever, because I, I don't, I'm really terrible with phone numbers now. Like I don't know anybody's phone number. I just hit my, you know, you call them, you call them on your cell, your uh, iPhone, right? Right. It's just in your phone book. Oh, I have memorized the school's number because they, they call my landline. They call my line. They'll call my mom. Um, they'll go down the chain. Oh, like wow. well, who's going to come pick up your kid? <laughs> because See, I... it happens so much. <laughs> I... It's gotten a little better now that he's older. It's gotten a little better because I don't know his immune system's built up, or I think as as kids get older, they become moderately less disgusting. But I know the well, school's phone number, and there's there's times where even if I'm not in a meeting, I'll see it ringing. Do I <laughs> do I answer that, or do I let it go to voicemail? Because if I determine from the voicemail that it's really not that bad. And I can buy myself some time. I screen phone calls from the school. He could be vomiting in the nurse's office. I screen them just because I need those extra few minutes to right? mentally prepare for what's coming. <laughs> and it sounds terrible, but I, 
No, I, it, it's I can't not terrible. It. Well, it's not terrible because well, you know we we have two hands, right? right? And there was was it last year? Yeah, it was last year in December and January. Like Marlo caught every single possible bug she could get. I know those and, years. Uh, and she would she would be sick for four days and she'd be good for two, but that four days of sickness would have cultivated an ear infection. You know, six days later. And so it was just going round and round. Like she, the school would call and I'd be like, oh, going to go pick up Marlo again. And <laughs> at one point I show up and, uh, well, she, we know her name is, her name is uh, Cindy. And she calls and she's like, this is Cindy. And I'm like, is it Marlo again? Yep. And that's all that's said on the phone call. And I showed up one time and I leaned over the desk and I said, do I have to take her home? <laughs> And Cindy's like, you don't really. I mean, check to see if she has a fever. And that's kind of a good indication. And if she doesn't, then she's good to stay? Well, sometimes she, I think she realized during that span of being sick and getting to go home that she was like, oh, all I have to do is say that I have a stomach ache and she'll come oh, get me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I am a sucker because I feel so guilty, you know? She's been sick for so long. I if she doesn't want to go to school, it's like ah, weighing whether or not my child should have an edu- education, you know. But it's also you don't know. You know when they say, "Oh, it's terrible." Is it is it really terrible? Like it's so hard to gauge, especially at Marlo's age. Like right. you, you, is it is it really terrible, or is she going to come home and just be happy as can be for the rest of the day? You and that is no. That's that. when you have to like. <laughs> hold in the resentment like you told me you right. were sick and now you're jumping on the couch <laughs> right i want to see you vomiting proof <laughs> go go vomit and then i'm gonna be okay and then no. i don't know if lexton does this so my kids almost oh, drives me crazy so they can't just use one tissue you know what i mean oh, oh. they have to use <laughs> They can't blow their nose on a on one tissue more than once. They have to use an entire box of tissues to wipe their nose over a 10-minute span of time. Right. Even if nothing like, comes out, like they'll blow a dry nose mm-hmm. and throw it away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there was a time when like my kids were so used to me having baby wipes around because oh, it's the it's like how did how did how did anybody live without baby wipes in every room? Um I don't know this. So <laughs> there was a point where I handed her just a normal tissue and she's like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I need a wet baby wipe tissue in order to wipe my nose. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. No. You're sick, but I'm still. That's you, a you hell know. of a pampered nose. <laughs> well, with, with Lexton, he uses one at a time, but and even still, even still, he doesn't he doesn't take the time to to fold it. He'll just like blow it. And then his aim is miserable with, with the garbage. So he'll blow his nose and throw it. And later on in the day, I'll find like three or four 27 tissues on the floor of the bathroom. And I go to pick them up, but they're all stuck to the floor because they land like wet part down. So then when you pick them up, then you still have that little piece of tissue on the floor. Oh, no. That no. You, and you, you need to wipe. It's horrendous. <laughs> right and 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 some, sometimes when he's really sick and he's just laid out on the sofa i'll bring him like a, a garbage that's there so he doesn't have to get up and then when he misses and it hits the carpet then it then then it's all over I, that i that i cannot do then i feel like just cleaning the whole area and laying down a plastic sheet like don't move <laughs> sit in the middle of it you talk about sticky tissues with a with a an, a 12 year old boy i don't want to think about it no <laughs> sorry <laughs> no it's it's terrible and it's not even like he, it's just he blows his nose and doesn't even take time to to aim it that's it he all he would have to do if he got it into the garbage that's fine like Does, i don't care right so these are like the things that for me, like, it's the basic survival of my kids, which is what I'm concentrated on, you know, mostly. But there's also the little things in life that you have to teach your children. Like, when you come in the door, you need to hang up your coat, right? And it's right. something that I have to reiterate again and again and again and again. And, like, say thank you and don't don't take off your shoes in the middle of the living room and leave them there. And with the, with the sick tissue thing, I'll walk in in... And I won't even know that Lita has, uh, in the middle of the night, developed a sniffle. 
And they are really pampered because I have baby wipes sitting next to both of their beds. Oh, my God. You know, in case of emergency, in case of a fire hose vomit in the middle of the night. You got to have handy. (laughs) She could just use one baby wipe to get all that up. That's right. That's what she should have done in hindsight. (laughs) I was going to make her. I was going to I was going to say, you need to come help me clean this up. But I realized she was going to make it a lot worse. So I was like, nope. You are not going to come help me clean up your puke. Oh, but, no. Yeah, that would have been a huge, huge mistake. <laughs> oh, children helping is never helping. No. Um, so I'll go in and there will be like 50 baby wipes next to their beds. And it's like, what? It's like your pillow exploded. What is going on? Just like piled up? Yeah. It's oh like, and God. I'll say, did you have a sniffle? Yeah, I had to blow my nose, you know. Like twice, <laughs> and there's 50 <laughs> tissues on the floor. <laughs> and they're wet already, so it's like this yeah. heavy, wet pile of snot and baby wipe goodness. Yes, and so like just regular tissues. I'm like, okay, here's here's what you need to do. You fold it over, and then you can use that section again to blow your nose, and then you fold it over. <laughs> and it's like, these are the basic, you're like, take a step back from the basic survival of your kids to teach them how to use a tissue to blow their nose. Right. Yeah. But I, I think honestly, like especially with with Lita and Lexton, they know they know how to do it. They know to take their coat off and this not even in a malicious way. They just don't care. Right. Because it's it takes extra time to hang your coat up versus throw it on the floor. Right. Or to fold the tissue in half and use it again. And that's that's time that they could be spending on any number of things that are so much more valuable. So they know. But yes, when it and comes down to it. No. They're, well, Lita's really forgetful. She's kind of absent-minded here and there and misplaces things a lot. And we'll just drop her coat somewhere and not be able to find it for two days. And uh, that's, you know, that's that's what's going on over here. Marlo's malicious about it. <laughs> really? Marlo will take off her shoes in the middle of the kitchen, look at me, and then walk away no. and leave them there. <laughs> yeah. No, Lexton is I'm raising definitely... a psychopath. Well, you've got like polar opposites. Lexton is totally absent-minded with, with everything. I will find the coat, the shoe, the other shoe, maybe a sock, sometimes his glasses, which he won't figure out that he's left somewhere for a good 20 <laughs> minutes, right? So it's just everywhere. And that's what I mean. It's not malicious. Well, like, maybe with Marlo it is. Maybe it's like a big middle finger. You see these shoes? That's right. And I'm going to throw my <laughs> tissues wherever I want. <laughs> Oh, and the glasses thing, not to get off topic, but like, so Marlo, Lita really, really has to have her glasses to see. And I guess maybe because I have no experience with glasses, I would think because Marlo has a pretty strong prescription that she can't see very well without them. But I will find her without her glasses on all the time. I'm like, where are your glasses? And she'll just kind of look at me and go, I don't know. And she's not squinting or anything, though? No. Oh, see, it's Lexton like, squints like you can barely see his eyes. I'm like, do you, do you need your glasses? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I, I don't get it. I've never had glasses either. But... Yeah. I, can she not see? Like, right. I know that she doesn't like having them on her face, but isn't it better to be able to see? I don't know. I have no idea. Marlo is an enigma. Right. Um, but you were also talking about, like, socks. I find their socks everywhere in my house there are socks like there are socks in my bed when they haven't been in my bed there are socks tucked away in cabinets of the kitchen it's like what are you doing why are you taking why are you taking all of your socks and putting them here yeah all all of his get somehow shuffled under like the edge of countertops you know like right (laughs) below the cabinets so you don't look there all the time and then all of a sudden you do and you're like, oh, there's the there's how I can complete these 10 pairs that I've just considered to be garbage because here's the other half for all of them. I really like I schedule like, OK, I think a third of every month I got to go go get some more socks for my kids because they lose them in in, in every crevice of the house. I got to buy them new socks every month. Right. Not even because they're worn through, just because they're no, gone. They're gone. And you they're but gone. you always have one. Because mm-hmm. it's like it needs to be there just to taunt you. Like, remember, remember when there were two of us and you could use us both. Remember, that day is gone. Remember <laughs> when you told your child again and again and again to take off her socks and go put them in the in the hamper. <laughs> that's what it. That's what that loan sock says to me. It's like you were failing at right. this. You haven't you done really it. You were really failing. Well. Right. 
50% success rate. <laughs> it's totally what it is. It is. And, but, and this like, is the kind of stuff, though, like, you, you deal with it all the time, right? All the time, mm-hmm. every day, day and night. But then when you have one of them, or even in your case, both of them, homesick, you don't just have to tackle these little individual issues before school and after school. You have to tackle them during your work day. Right. And on top of everything that illness brings. So you have all of these regular day-to-day issues with all of the illness issues, and somehow you also have to work. Somehow you have to work. Well, people have this assumption, well, you work from home. And um, you just put her on the couch. Just put your kids on the couch, you know, let them ride around and, and you know, go go sit on your laptop. <laughs> so Lita is a little bit better when it comes to sickness. She's a better sick person. But Marlo is terrible and will grow several limbs, which I'm jealous of because I wish I could grow more hands, right? And she will grow like seven limbs and crawl in my lap and writhe around for hours when she's sick. And I can't I can't do anything. Like I can't even open my laptop. I can't be on my phone. I have to like be sitting there holding my sick child. And the you know, and, and I have to somehow I had a phone call, you know, that I have to cancel or an appointment that I have to cancel. And then you're juggling the thermometer. And when did I last give her the ibuprofen dosage? Which Oh God, don't even start with that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh oh. oh or you gosh. or you give the ibuprofen and then you take their temperature two hours later. Oh, it's it's better. Wait, when did I when did I give that? Is it the ibuprofen oh. that brought it down? Are they getting better? I don't know. Also, Should I give them more ibuprofen? Like, <laughs> ibuprofen and um the other one, acetaminophen. You can give them both apparently. Right. And the oh man, children. Oh my god, Marlo. <laughs> we we went through. I bought like every single possible flavor of Advil and she wouldn't take any of it. None of it. She would spit it out in my face every time I tried to get her to take it. Like, a liquid Advil? Flavored, berry flavored Advil. That didn't even exist. No. When I was didn't. taking I, I still have very vivid memories of what was it? Robitussin. Cough syrup. <laughs> Tussin, yep. That just tasted like you were being poisoned. Oh, there I There was no just... flavor. And even if you had flavored it, I really don't think it would have helped. But now they now it tastes like candy and it, there's so much sugar in it. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like a juice. It's better than juice. You're 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 drinking candy. And I have a distinct memory of my mom and dad holding me down on the ground trying to get like medicine into my mouth because it tasted so bad. And I, I do want to get, and I do sometimes, I'm like, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> but that's one of those situations where you realize how helpless you are because you can't actually force her to take the medication. You can you can get the medication in her mouth, but you can't make her take it. She'll just right. spit it out. I can't, I can't force her to swallow it. I mean, I don't want to torture her, but she right. can spit it right back in my face. And she and will. It, and there have been times <laughs> where I've been very tempted to say, oh, so you want your 103-degree fever? You can have your 103-degree fever. Fine. Fine. That, well, that always comes back to bite you in the ass, no matter what. <laughs> and then I crawl into bed at night, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a horrible person for thinking that horrible. <laughs> I feel so bad. What's that? Or like you like pin them down, right? I mean, restrain them to make them take the medication. So there's really, it's a lose-lose. Yeah, you know, and you're, you're weighing all of this, like you're missing deadlines because you can't get any work done. And you, you there's all this, the rest of your life has come to a complete halt and it affects weeks of your life. This one sick day will affect weeks of your life. And you have that in the back of your brain. And so while you're trying to like administer a healing medication to your child and they are refusing it, it's you like, okay, my, she's sick. Like she doesn't feel well. But does she know like, just how screwed I am? <laughs> right. Well, like you said, it affects so many weeks. So even yes. after they're, they're better, you're still screwed. Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, they have all the work that they missed that day of school. Right. The actual then, in-school work that they have to do. Right. And then, and then you have to go get the, the work, the homework that they're, they're missing. 
And then you have to catch up on all that work, the homework that you're already helping with, plus a double night of homework or maybe triple or quadruple night of homework. Yeah, and so which it just, includes teaching. I mean, you know, so they'll miss the math lesson. So you, you kind of have to teach them the day's math, right? Because they missed that. So right. in order to do the, the classwork, you have to teach them how to do it. And they, they have to know how to do it to do the homework. Yeah. I mean, everything just, it's like double, triple, quadruple, and then you, you have no idea what you're going to do. And and that is when they feel at their worst, right? Like at their they're worst. Kind of, they're kind of like rebounding. And then, oh, I just picked up your homework. Oh, I'm going to throw up again. Game, <laughs> that's it. Like suddenly, the recovery is gone. And suddenly, like especially for Lita, she's old enough to realize, oh my oh my God, I have like three days of homework to catch up on. I'm never going to get this done. I'm never going to get this done. And she has this, she inherited my spiral, which is I have three nights of homework to catch up on. I'm going to end up homeless and die. Like she jumps right there. <laughs> she jumps right to that. And it's, and, <laughs> oh and then my it sabotages gosh. though. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot this story. So um, <laughs> they, um, they're studying medieval history in her class and the teacher, I think, to promote good behavior and promote, like, getting your homework in on time and studying for tests, she's assigning, like, statuses to the, the, the kids. Like, some kids are serfs and some kids are nobles and okay. some kids are, are queens and whatnot. And Lita was a noble for a couple of weeks. And she's like, I really want to be promoted to knight or I really want to be promoted to queen. And I've gotten all of my homework done and I've you know, performed really well on these tests and I've helped out in class. And she had been with my mom for one night on the weekend and had left her homework binder at my mom's house when they got. <laughs> Which is like 45 minutes away, right? She's not that close. Right. She's 45 minutes away in I'm sitting working on my computer when my mom walks in and Lita just, Lita is like completely just hysterical. She is just, she walks in and my mom is like, and my mom, who is normally the most patient person when it comes to my kids, <laughs> has just spent the night with them. <laughs> just one night, right? right? So my mom's patience is just really worn thin. And Lita walks up to me and she's like, She's going to demote me to a surf, mom. She's going to demote me to a surf. And I'm like, what is going on? It doesn't even matter, right? Like at all. It doesn't impact anything. That was the first thing she said to me when oh, she walked in. God. And my mom, my mom is like, she says, we left the homework binder at home. I'm going to drive and go get it and we will bring it back. And, and like, and <laughs> so that's my, my mom did that. And she drove 45 minutes to her house, picked up the binder, brought the binder back and Lita was just burying her face in my in my chest, like, I just don't want to get demoted to a surf. I just don't want to get demoted to a surf. <laughs> like it's not even grade related. Like no, it, <laughs> no. And, and I, and she and I, she has a she has a, a fantastic sense of humor, and she and I use that now whenever like Marlo is having a breakdown. She'll be like, Oh, she doesn't want to be demoted to a surf. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that pain. It's so real. <laughs> But yeah, like three nights of homework ahead of her is just, oh man. So she doesn't want to be sick. Right. Well, ever. I mean. No, nobody wants to be sick, but I mean, the, the possibility of staying home. I think Marlo's like, hmm, I don't mind throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that's where Lexton is too. Like he's he's sort of in between the two of them. Like, he'd rather stay home, mm -hmm. you know, and especially he he has learned that he feels terrible when he wakes up. But within a couple hours, it's turned around. So he's, he feels miserable just long enough to not have to go. And then by like late morning, he's great. But now there's that nagging voice. Like if I miss, I'm going to have like three hours of work to do oh, just yeah. so I stayed home. And yeah. there's been days where I've even offered to let him stay home. And he says no. You know, I'll, if he's got a high fever, if he's vomiting everywhere, sure. But like, do you want to stay? No, I don't. I don't want the makeup work. <laughs> Which is kind of a milestone in parenting, don't you think? That's huge. Like, huge. Like, oh, so they realize that okay, okay, like I am doing this right, <laughs> and maybe I am rubbing it off. Like, they realize there are consequences to laxative behavior. You know, right? And and that we we can't carry that weight. Like that's their work, so they have to do it. Right. And, but at Marlo's age, there's no, 
There's really no, she's just like, I'll stay home. I'll stay home for a whole week. I will vomit once a day if it means I can stay home. She, oh man. I mean, Lita was reading, at, at, like, I think she was three when she started reading and then just took off with, with books and Marla's like, eh, letters? Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't need to know letters. Don't need to know them. So I can't oh. take credit for Lita. <laughs> Which I was doing for a very long time. Just not not sure where that came from. No. <laughs> but like Marlo, um, she, I wrote about like the the weeks that she was sick last year. Literally weeks. She missed so much school. Just getting sick and sick and sick. And I mean, she's, she was five years old. And I remembered it happening with Lita. Like Lita was home all the time sick too. They just go through this. Um, they go, their, their systems are building up. Right. And so they're very, they, they contract things very easily. Right. And, um, I would sometimes, I would sometimes, because it is my, it was my job. I would chronicle the fact that she was sick on my website or that she was sick. Like I take a, a beautiful photo of her (laughs) sick in my bed and like, you know, my baby's sick. Um, was this for this, your mommy blog? For my mommy blog, yes. Okay. And the associated Instagram account. Yes. And um oh my gosh. Somebody like this concern troll was like, Your children are sick so often. Something is going wrong with you. Something is you're doing something wrong. Yeah, because <laughs> you because you had kids. Like that's that's <laughs> what happens. I I'm like, I was sick all the time as a kid. All the time. I was sick. I remember like I remember, like, not wanting to feel nauseated and, like, for days on end. I mean, like, at least my kids didn't have to have chicken pox, right? Oh, they didn't have chicken pox. That's right. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Oh, those were awful. Oh. Oh. And And then also, like, when I was sick from 10 on, like, my mom had to go to work. So I was at home alone, sick, usually. And she would try to get off work early to come home and, like, manage, like, my fever or whatnot. But if I was – my mom had to work. And, like, I <laughs> I want to say to, to Marlo, I – do you know how privileged you are as a sick kid to have your mom right here? <laughs> well, I mean, That's my, my parents... style of parenting. My style of parenting is to guilt them into doing uh, what they're supposed to do. <laughs> guilt them into appreciating it. Yes. You don't realize how good you have it. I mean, my parents worked opposite schedules. So, you know, I had a parent home, but then that meant that my mom would work until midnight. Right. right. So there's a trade-off. It's like, that's, you think, wow, how do, how do you do it? Well, that's how. And that's awful, right? It is. It's well, just, and we, it has to be. We do that. I think, I'm, I know I have done it where she's sick all day and she, I finally get her to sleep at night and I'm up all night long trying to catch up on work. And then she wakes up in the middle of the night. I have to give her more, you know, more ibuprofen. And I mean, those are days when you get maybe two to three hours of sleep, maybe. Right. And and it's not like two to three hours in a row. No. Like you get 45 minutes, half an hour, maybe a couple hours in a row, maybe. But even when, even when you are quote unquote sleeping, you're kind of half sleeping. Because you need to be ready for that call. Like, I'm going to throw up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, got to spring or out of bed. Usually she, usually Marlo's in my bed when she's sick. I'm waiting for her to roll over, punch me in the face, <laughs> and be like, I don't feel well. And then, and and, then just vomit. Oh, yeah. And oh. like, and then it's like, do I fall back asleep? I mean, am I chancing it to fall back asleep? Can I possibly fall back asleep? And then, like, the moment I do fall back asleep is when she's waking up again. And it's like, so you, you like, eight hours later, you think, I, maybe I got three. Maybe in there I got three hours somewhere. And part and, of me thinks that that's worse. Like, you feel, I would almost rather just stay up. Mm-hmm. Just work through, because, A, you'll get your work done. Like, all the work that you missed because they were homesick. And you don't have to deal with the falling asleep and waking back up, which I think honestly makes you more tired. It does oh, for yeah. me. I always feel like just hell in the morning when that happens. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I, th- I think I mentioned this in a, in, a, in a previous episode where someone was like, well, why don't you just hand, oh, you, you can't hand off the sick kid you know, to somebody in the middle that I'm like, no. <laughs> right. There's no one to elbow. Like, it's your turn. I, I'm going to go wake up the dog and have the dog just protect her. I have no one. So it is just me. And um, I once, like, I had gone through uh, one of Marlo's sit camps. And then I had to, she was well, and I had to fly to a meeting. I believe it was in New York. And um, I was writing on my website. I was writing on my website that I hadn't slept in three days. And someone made the comment and said, I don't know of any single parent who has gone three days without sleeping. It's never happened. Yeah, I, I actually remember that. Do you I, remember that? I, I remember the comment because I, I felt like, like maybe next time you should put like an Excel spreadsheet in there. Like here is when I slept. <laughs> Did I sleep? Yes. Does it count as sleep? No, it doesn't count as sleeping. No, like, I, I'm not even asking for eight hours because I can't get eight hours a night. But you have I, to have a chunk of time, and when you have three nights in a row that are all broken up, it doesn't count as sleeping. I, I, don't, I don't care who you ask; it doesn't count. Especially when the next as, day you have to go at full speed again. Right? It counts for me. It's like it's not called sleep. It's called churning my anxiety. It's like every moment that goes by during the night. It's like okay, the next three days are gonna be hell and i have to gear my anxiety is gearing up for it totally and um well and every time lexton anytime he gets sick that's not a head cold actually honestly anytime he gets sick head cold stomach ache it doesn't he he for some reason he's so terrified of of vomiting that anytime he gets sick that's his first question am i going to throw up like well i i don't know maybe i can't really can't really answer (laughs) that for you but then he gets <laughs> so worried about it that he he throws up just out of worry. Like oh. he panics so much that he'll that he'll vomit. Well, it is pretty terrible, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> it's awful. But I mean, he he could be in a point where he wouldn't vomit. Like he'll just have a cold. But you know, sometimes when you have a head cold, you, you know your sinuses drain, your stomach feels a little weird. He'll it'll feel just the slightest bit off. And then he will stop eating because if I eat, I'll throw up. You know, if you don't eat, you're going to throw up, but whatever. And then he'll just worry the whole day. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's been times where I've told him, like, why don't you just go sit in the bathroom then? Why don't you go sit by the toilet? (laughs) And that way, if you need to throw up. are you worried about throwing up? Go sit in the bathroom. Right. Stop worrying. sit. Grab a chair, kid. But every time. So even when he's sick, even after he falls asleep, like he's, I know it. He's going to wake up at two in the morning and just vomit. Just everywhere, just oh. because he's going to think about it, and that's that's just going to happen. And I think I have made the decision. I've made the official parenting decision <laughs> <laughs> that I I think puke is my least favorite bodily thing that I have to deal with when it comes to my kids, and that's saying a lot because really? yeah, puke. Oh. I just uh, other people's puke is not okay. See, and I can do I can okay. do his puke. Like, I can't oh, do anyone else's puke. I can do his puke. I, I would rather do vomit than blood. Can you do his? You can do his puke? I can do. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> that over blood, though. I mean. Oh, oh blood. I'm, I'm fine with blood. No, totally I can't do blood. Totally fine with blood. No, oh, I can blood, barely oh. do, like, paper cuts. 
Blood, <sighs> no, blood, blood freaks me out. I have no tolerance for blood. Vomit, bring on the vomit. Well, even like, I mean, this is, we're getting, we're getting down into it. People are like, stop, don't listen to this episode if you're eating. <laughs> <laughs> we maybe should have warned people because Working I don't from mind. Home with vomit. I don't mind. I, I'm, if my kids have diarrhea, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they, all right, we're going there. Let's go. Well, I've, I've, I've taught them really well that the toilet is, you know, that's where, that's where it goes, right? Puke is a little harder because puke comes just boom. And because, um, like, when I finally picked up Lita after my run, like, she puked in the car, just boom everywhere in the car. And cleaning that up, oh man. Out oh of man. The car. Oh yeah. Oh, in like the crevices in the car. Oh. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. but I think that's an exception. I think what what I see with Lexton is like he he could make it to the bathroom, but for some reason they have to tell you that they're they're sick and they feel like they're going to throw up. Like in that 10 to 15 seconds, you could have just gone and thrown up and I would have figured it out. <laughs> I, I would have oh, you are throwing up. Got it. They do. They announce it. I'm gonna I go remember, throw up. Oh, I'm gonna go. This. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go poop. I'm going. I'm like, okay, that is good. I am. I am well informed. Thank you. Thank you for that consideration. I really appreciate it. He got sick at one point, and he was standing in his room, which had it had light carpeting in it, which was a mistake anyway. In the doorway, out into the into like the living room, the family room, which is hardwood, and he comes to the door and says, "I need to throw up." And turns toward the carpeting and vomits <laughs> all over. I'm like, how did you? This, 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 that's like what a cat does. You can't. You could have just thrown up on the wood. Now I have to clean it out of the carpet. Oh my gosh! I totally remembered when I was. Oh yeah, my mom. I was really, really sick, and so my mom had me go down to stay with her friend down the street, and we were friends with his family. And I was lying on their couch, and. Uh, I remember having the urge to puke and telling um, the woman, I think her name was Peg. I was like, Peg, I, I, I think I'm going to go puke. And she's like, okay, go to the bathroom. And so, <laughs> I was so delirious that I got up and I walked to the front door. I opened oh. the front door and puked all over like the welcome mat. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And I, oh. and like I had to go tell her that I had done that, and I remember the look on her face was like, "What did you do? Like, why? Why did you do that?" <laughs> oh, I, and so that's when like I remember one of the first instances when Lita was experiencing a sickness when she was puking. Like I, I rushed her to the bathroom, and she was standing there right next to the toilet. And right as she went to puke, she turned and puked all over the wall. <laughs> I think there's a mechanism in kids. It's like, I'm not going to puke in the toilet. I'm going right. to. That would be yeah. so easy. Right. But I think seeing, because it is so awful, right? So when I see Lexton get sick and vomit, like you feel for them because you remember. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know what it's like to go oh, yeah. through that. And it feels like forever and you feel like your chest is going to explode. So I, even though I know it's going to be horrendous to clean up, I'm always like, oh, it was way worse for him. Way, way worse for him. Way worse. And and that's when, I mean, Lita is a very tender kid anyway, but like Lita gets really, 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 really tender when she is, is sick. And I like them when they're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts that energy down, well, makes them... Marlo is a little Marlo is a little belligerent when she's sick. Like, give me a give me a tissue. And Lita's just like, oh mom. Like Lita's like, I'm so sorry that I threw up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, That's like one hundred percent. Right? You don't need to apologize, hun. You can't control that. It's okay, you know. And you, uh, you could have you could have done it in the toilet, but we'll work on that next time. The, <laughs> Marlo's like Marlo's like, bring me the toilet. <laughs> Pick bring me, up me the and container. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a break. I got to take a break because my butt hurts. Hold on. Oh, my God. Ow. Ow. This chair. See, that's what it's like working from home. Yes. I guess that's one advantage when they're sick is you don't you don't sit as often, right? Yeah, you're on the couch feeling that's helpless. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I do try to work when I can from the couch. Right. Like if he If he's sick, I mean... I will flat out admit 
when he's sick, especially, like, here's a TV remote, here's an iPad, go to town, man. Like, Netflix you, you, as a babysitter. Right. You if you can if you can watch two movies in a row while I get work done, thumbs up all the way. I will make you whatever you want for lunch. Like I didn't just just stay busy. Right. I'm I mean, that parent. But I start I always feel guilty. So I'm like if I see he's been on his on the iPad for a while. Like, what well, you know, why don't you switch to TV? Just because it's a <laughs> it's a different screen. Do you want my phone now? Like, I don't. It's a screen, but it's different. I feel like there's been some variety in his day. Right. No. Switch from the iPad to the phone to the TV to the gaming system. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we have we have an old school. That's how he refers to it. An old school Nintendo, which is you know Super Nintendo. So he oh. always, he plays the old school video games when he's sick. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. I'm for. I mean, you know, the controllers are half broken, so it really just causes more frustration. But it's like he's too miserable for all of the modern amenities. So I'm just going to torture myself with this old school video game, which oh, is still a screen. It's still a screen. And what Marla will do is she'll, I don't know how she finds them. She finds the most annoying <laughs> series on Netflix and she will go through all 70 episodes. Oh and my God. like the soundtrack to the episode. And this is the thing is that like, I'm really sensitive to smell and sound. And so this, <laughs> so like days later, she'll watch an episode of whatever she watched when she was sick. And I will hear the song and I will start to get nauseated because <laughs> I associate that soundtrack to her being sick and me having to clean up her puke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. Wow. No, Lexton doesn't watch. He's kind of out of the annoying show phase. Or yes. he'll use headphones, which is amazing. I'm, sa- I'm scared sometimes, though, when they use headphones, because then I'm like, what is she- I have all the parental controls on, but what if one of them fails? <laughs> what if one of the parental controls fails and she's watching some crazy thing and I can't hear it because she's got her headphones on? See, I spiral. I spiral right to... <laughs> well, but it's valid, though. If, it, if it's like YouTube, I think it's valid. If I know that he's on Netflix... Like, mm-hmm. you know what? You're fine. It's not going to get that bad, right? I right. Mean, they're, they're 12. They, I remember watching things at 12 that I maybe shouldn't have, but I survived. So he's going he's gonna to pull through. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, I watched so much television, especially when I was sick, you know? That I was watched a lot of Smurfs. Yeah. Oh, the Smurfs all the time. I forgot mm-hmm. about the Smurfs. The Smurfs were good. Right, because there was no one back then to say that screens, screen time is ruining us. No. So... You know, you're sick. I, I would just lay on the couch all day and watch TV. And half the time, I didn't even like it. But mm-hmm. it was on, right? There was something there to distract you from feeling miserable. Right. And I want, the, I want, the, I want my kids to offer me the same courtesy. <laughs> Lie there and watch television when you're sick. That's what we did. That's what we did. You right. will do it too. It is hard, though, because when you work from home... You you can I feel so bad sitting there, knowing he's in the other room, alone, like by himself. Yeah. When I'm home, even though he knows that I'm working, he's old enough to understand that I still have to work. But I can't right. just shut the door and be like, "Have a good day. I will see you at three thirty, just like you're at school." I know you, you you can't do that. So you and I think that's part of the problem is that I feel so guilty not interacting with him when he's home. Mm-hmm. that I have to interact with him, which pulls time away from my day. And that's just how it goes. But yeah, you can't not. You can't just stare at them like these lumps in the corner. <laughs> so as much I feel as you like, try. I feel like sometimes, like especially when she's at home sick or either of them, they're just going to have this memory of me. Like they're over there. They're finally feeling better, right? Or they're feeling stable. And they're the memories of me like rushing to my computer to like see what I missed and to see like if I can catch up on something. And they're like, yeah, my mom was on her computer a lot. And um, that's a that's a problem when working from home with sick kids. It's like, okay, their memory of me is going to be on my computer. That's that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm, 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 I'm doing this the right way. Yes. Exactly. And that's not – you don't want that. I, so, no. I mean, I try to make it where – I will tell you if there's something that you really can't interrupt unless it's an emergency. But otherwise, I know you're sick. You can come up to me, get a hug, ask a question, you know, and I'll tell you when you can't. Right. But then it means you have to work with like one eye and ear on them. 
Mm-hmm. So your productivity is automatically a step down. Yeah. Right? Just by nature of it. And I think, like, in conclusion, like, <laughs> have we painted the picture that it's not the fun <laughs> pajama party that it might be? Like, oh, well, you work from home, so you can just get work done when the kid is sick. I mean, I think we've painted the picture that, you know, it's, uh, it's you know, it's not like you're sitting and looking at, you know, adorable bedsheet teepees on Pinterest while your child is writhing next to you. <laughs> Right, with an with an always full and always hot cup of coffee, and everything's great. The sun's I've got shining my feet in. Feet propped up on the um, on the on the uh, coffee table, and then right. there's like, how many times? Like, do you actually send the email that says, you know, I'm so sorry that I missed this deadline because my kid puked all over the wall and I was the only one here to clean it up? Like, is that the most professional way to handle a business interaction? Right, that you can't make totally it. projectile vomit has thwarted the meeting for today. <laughs> like he was like i had an emergency like how many times can you say i had an emergency right and you just um, don't want to disclose the actual reason for that emergency right yeah yeah i don't think that anybody professionally wants to see puke or diarrhea or <laughs> blood <email>. yes <laughs> but they've got to know that if it's coming from me it's probably going to include one of those <laughs> right, there, there's a good shot let's just let's sit down before we open it and uh i don't know i really want to hear like, especially for, like, I would love to get my mom's perspective on this, like how she felt having to go to work, knowing that I was at home sick, you know? And so for those of you who work outside the home and can't be there when your kid's sick, like, how do you make it work? Like, like we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. And if you have your own stories about receiving that dreaded call from school or having that visitor with a fever who's like on the verge of vomiting in the middle of the night, we want to hear those stories. You can email them to us at stories at manicramblings.com, and we will share some of them in a future episode. So please, any as gross as they are, vomit, there are no limits here. Grosser, the better. The grosser, the better. So share away. You can find us at manicramblings.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at manicramblings. And until next time... You are not allowed to say on any public platform that you haven't slept in three days because it has never happened to anyone. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.